This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello and welcome to Buzzing About Books with Michelle Beasley. I'm Michelle Beasley and I write for online magazine She Society and I'm a huge bookworm and the last few months I've been reading a lot of new works and some works I bought at the recent Lifeline Book Fest. So let's get into it. The first book I read, I've been really looking forward to. It's from one of my favourite authors, Paula Hawkins, the best-selling author of Girl on the Train. So this is a slow fire burning and I just loved it. It's set in England and it tells of a girl called Laura who spent most of her life being judged. She's seen as hot-tempered, troubled and a loner. Some even call her dangerous. Then there's Miriam. Miriam lives on a houseboat and she knows uh, that Laura is a dangerous because she's just witnessed her leaving the scene of a horrific murder with blood on her clothes. But that doesn't mean she's a killer. Bitter experience has taught her how easy it is to get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. And then there's Carla who's reeling from the brutal murder of her nephew. She trusts no one knows that good people are capable of terrible deeds but how far will she go to find peace innocent or guilty everyone is damaged some are even damaged enough to kill look at what you started so I loved that it was set on the houseboats in England I I felt that scene of the English cityscape and the houses I could just see it all in my head and the characters as usual drawn beautifully so that's an excellent thriller that I'd thoroughly recommend A Slow Fire Burning by Paula Hawkins. Now Chris Hammond just seems to go from strength to strength. I read Scrublands. I missed Silver so I must go and get that one and I'm uh, looking forward to reading his most recent Treasure and Dirt but this one was Trust and I love that it was set in Sydney. Whilst I was reading it Sydney was in lockdown and as you'll remember I'd been to Sydney earlier in the year. I luckily got there for Australian Fashion Week so I It was set around all the places where I'd just been walking around. So that was really good. And another crime thriller from one of Australia's masters of crime. And it's um, about Martin Scarsden again and his partner. And it says, Martin Scarsden's new life seems perfect right up until the moment it's shattered by a voicemail, a single scream abruptly cut off from his partner, Mandalay Blonde. And so starts the story. He has to find out who, um, what's happened to Mandalay's ex-partner and why she's been abducted. So it's a twisting tale of intrigue and danger as Martin, as he always does as a journalist, probes the past of the woman he loves. And a woman who's buried her former life so deep that she's never even mentioned a lot of things. So you can imagine a great, great crime thriller set in Sydney. That is trust. Now, after reading two thrillers in a row, I thought I'd better get something lighter. So I went with one of my older Lifeline Book Fest books, and it's Rachel John's The Patterson Girls. And it tells of four sisters. Their families own a motel, and 
their mum has passed on. So when the Patterson daughters return home to Meadowbrook to be with their father, they bring with them a world of complication and trouble. The elder sister, she's an obstetrician, Madeline, she'd rather be anywhere but her hometown. Violinist Abigail has fled from her stellar career in London, while teacher Lucinda is struggling to have children. Uh, the black sheep of the family, Charlie, feels her life as a barista and exercise instructor doesn't measure up to that of her gifted siblings. So dealing with their bereft father, who's determined to sell the family motel, their loves old and new and a series of troublesome decisions don't make life any easier. So it was really good after a few thrillers to read a lovely family um, saga and the sisters were so entertaining and so different. I'm one of three girls so I get the sisterly bond and also a, a bit of romance thrown in, um, a bit of family angst so Rachel always does this so well. So that's an older one but if you're looking for a really good romance author and family author Rachel Johns is one that I am going to start collecting all of her backlog. So yeah, The Patterson Girls, an entertaining and fun read. Another that I was waiting for desperately is Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty. Now it's been getting mixed reviews but I really enjoyed it because I'm a mother with three grown-up sons. It was about a mum and dad who ran a tennis school together for many years and now they're retired and they have four children, two boys, two girls, all with very distinct personalities and you get to know them all. Her character building is very, very good. Um, and then mum goes missing. So from the outside, the Delaney's appear to be an enviably contented family. Even after all these years, Joy and Stan are still winning tennis tournaments and now they've sold the family business, they have all the time in the world to learn how to relax. And while their kids live their own lives, Lives. And, you know, some might say that they've never quite achieved their destiny. No one ever says that out loud. And Joy's a loving mum. Uh, she reminded me a lot of myself in the way she deals with her children. So when she disappears, the children are left to re-examine their parents' marriage and the family history with fresh and frightened eyes. And is their, her disappearance related to their mysterious house guests from last year or were things never as rosy as they seemed in the Delaney household? So I really like this one with all the characters and the twists and turns. I did kind of see where it was going towards the end, but that's okay. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers wasn't my favourite of hers. I loved all her other books. So this is getting back to the Leanne Moriarty that I know and love. So if you're looking for a good Australian uh, domestic noir read, Apples Never Fall. Then I read another one from an author I know through her series that was on Netflix, The Undoing, that had Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. And this one's called The Plot. And it's, I really enjoyed this. So it's when a young writer dies before completing his first novel, his teacher, Jake, himself a failed novelist, helps himself to its plot. The resulting book is a phenomenal success, but Jake worries. What if somebody out there knows? Somebody does. And if Jake can't figure out who he's dealing with, he risks something far worse than the loss of his career. So 
every writer's nightmare. And, yeah, Jake was a great character. Um, he meets up with a, a lovely woman and they end up getting married. His parents have always been a bit lukewarm about his career. Um, he, he's book talks and a world that I am quite familiar with. So it's going to be a, a major TV um series at some stage I would say just like The Undoing was. Uh, she's a brilliant writer and she gets right into the heads of her characters so if you're interested in that sort of thing it's from a New York writer um, Jean Hanf Korolitz I think if that's how you pronounce it. Quite a tricky one to pronounce but it's called The Plot and yeah set in America and, and, and the writing circles and yeah it's very interesting plot to think of herself so yeah Stephen King says insanely readable it's remarkable so that's another good thriller that twists and turns and another one I figured out before the end so must be because I'm reading so many thrillers lately that I'm getting better at figure out figuring out who done it uh, what am I reading right now? I have just started Sally Rooney's Beautiful World, Where Are You? I haven't quite got into it yet, but I'm sure that will happen. And it tells another novelist one. It's funny, I've read two novelist ones in a row. Alice, a novelist, meets Felix, who works in a warehouse, and asks him if he'd like to travel to Rome with her. In Dublin, her best friend Eileen is getting over a breakup and slips back into flirting with Simon, a man she has known since childhood. Alice, Felix, Eileen and Simon are still young, but life is catching up with them. They desire each other, they delude each other, they worry about sex and friendship and the world they live in. Are they standing in the last lighted room before the darkness, bearing witness to something? Well, they find a way to believe in a beautiful world. So I did love conversations with friends and normal people. So I will let you know how I go with Beautiful World, Where Are You? It's been getting a few mixed reviews online and in the book community as well. So I'll tell you what I think next time. Now, this week we had an exciting launch in Brisbane. It was the launch of Trent Dalton's Love Stories. And many of you may know that Trent sat set up a typewriter that had been given to him by his friend Greg Kelly's mother uh, when she passed on and she'd collected clippings of Trent's work so they were very close she was very proud of him so he used that typewriter to sit on the corner of Albert and Adelaide streets here in Brisbane and ask people to tell me their love stories so at the launch we had um, music from some of his mates and lots of bands um, and some of the people that he'd interviewed on the street whose stories were included he brought them up on stage and, and chatted to them about how their stories came about uh, he also had um, pub choir so we ended the night singing all you need is love and they had projected a heart onto the screen of Brisbane City Hall I think there were 1300 of us there so it was a huge crowd for a book launch and the wonderful iHeart Brownies also came along and had made brownies for everyone as they left and they were beautiful. So I have to thank Fiona from Avid Reader. Um, the first launch of Trent's book, Boy Swallows Universe, uh, Fiona made a cake and had it at the back of Avid Reader like so many of us have had our launches. But now it's like a rock star welcome and people were weeping throughout the night. So 
I can't wait to start that. Once I've finished Beautiful World, Where Are You? I'll be starting Trent Dalton's Love Stories. And local Brisbane author, local Gap author, even lives in my suburb. So I know this one's going to be a bestseller and people are saying it's their best book for 2021 already. So once I've read it, I'll tell you about that on the next episode of Buzzing About Books. So what am I looking forward to reading? Well, another book I've been waiting for is Sally Hepworth's new one. So that's just come out, The Younger Wife. So I'll be looking out for that one. And as I mentioned earlier, I need to read Treasure and Dirt by Chris Hammer. So a couple of thrillers in different sorts of veins. And yeah, look out at your local bookstore for Love Stories by Trent Dalton. It's the most beautiful cover and my book is signed here. He went through and signed them all. I took my son's girlfriend. She's an English teacher, so she enjoyed the night as well and I got a few extra books for other people as gifts for my family for Christmas and just to so they can start reading it now so it was a great night out so I've done lots of bookish things in Brisbane at the moment and yeah I'd love to know what are you reading right now Uh, you can uh, let me know via Facebook and yes maybe we can watch out for those and remember every week Anne Gibson also reviews books on She Society so to look out for those reviews I know this week she's reviewed Apples Never Fall so I must read that and see if she agreed with my summation of the book so until next time happy reading stay sparkly everyone this podcast is brought to you by She Society 